Yo, what's up, everybody? Got Courtney Briault on. Pumped to have you. Pumped to, like I said, just talk and see what rabbit holes we go down. Excited to um, learn more about like your program, kind of literally how you guys built it um, from the ground up. But before we get into any of those wild and crazy stories, tell us a wild and crazy story. So to kick things off, what do you got? Something, something funny to get us going. All right. Funny. Um, you know, I remember when I first started coaching, I was, I was fresh. Like there was a, there was a girl that was older than me on the team. That was how quick into it I was. And, um, you know, I was coming back from, I had shoulder surgery to close out my career. So hadn't really played a lot of softball. I graduated in May. I was with the team in January and, um, when I was with Furman and, you know, you're like trying to impress everybody. You're, you're taking stock of the team and you're just like kind of going through. Um, and I remember there was like one scrimmage in January and, you know, we didn't have enough kids to fill the team. So like I'm playing shortstop or something for, for the team. And yeah, it's like one of my first couple weeks and um, there's like a fly ball um, foul and going, kind of like past third base into into left field and it had been raining and so I'm just like <laughs> trying to make the play and look good <laughs> and I hit some mud and my feet just boom feet up back on the ground just get up muddy Whoa. and just like good first impression it's <laughs> <laughs> like who's this yeah, yeah. Why, why do we have this one on our team I love it yeah, I love it exactly but you know get up and you just gotta just got to wear it for the rest of the day, just mud and ready, yeah. to, ready to keep playing. So um, just kind of like, you know, you still think you got it a little bit and I was fresh out, but you know, a lot of things humble you quickly, especially in this game. Totally, totally, totally. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Uh, so that kind of like gets us into, like you said, fresh into things is so you're an OG starting the program there, right? Correct. At Clemson. Yeah. 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 So tell us, I guess, like, I'm always curious. So for me, like definitions matter. And I think in sports, like we use so many buzzwords, like leadership and culture and confidence and accountability. And so like, I'm curious for you guys, literally starting something, laying the foundation from the ground up is like, what did culture like mean to you guys? And like, what was the early on conversations in terms of like, this is actually how we want to build something versus like, let's just go have strong culture. Um, yeah, so yeah, totally. like curious, like what your take is on there on that. No, totally. I think um, for us, it was like all three of the coaches have been here since the beginning. Um, coach Rittman is the head coach and um, he had a pretty clear vision when we started the program and um, culture was a big thing. Like we've talked about having high character people and um, kind of starting there, not worried as much about the X's and O's and yeah. kind of what the results are going to be. It was all about when we started like getting great people in the program that started with, you know, some of the, the original kids. Um, we had, you know, a couple kids in the 2018 high school class that came and they redshirted and we had six girls practicing for a whole year with no games and like, it, you know, that type of grind and like um, trying to get through that and understand what's coming and like what we're working for. Um, but I think then bringing in the 2019 class and then bringing 
like also having some transfers. We had um, probably five just really impactful transfers um, that had come from, you know, MK Bonamy came yeah. from the name. Um, and that was kind of, you know, the the person that came from a big school. And then we had some other mid-major kids um, that really came in and um, tried to set the foundation of what they knew. They Where they've yeah. been, the good and the bad there. And how can they, you know, kind of help the freshmen and all of the young girls kind of how do we um, incorporate all of our experiences into the culture that we want? And I think that, you know, talking about the type of athletes and the type of people that we want and how we want to represent the program was um again, bigger than the X's and O's. And we felt like if we were very um, intentional, intentional about how we wanted our girls to be and um, the type of type of girls we wanted on the team and just personalities. And we had a lot of different personalities, but kind yeah. of passion, how you how you come together as a team. We felt like if we did that part, it would show up on the field. Yeah, no, that's totally, um, I love it. And I, it's always interesting too, is curious of, of like managing all the personalities, right? Like you throw 20, 20, 25 girls in a locker room together. It's like, you can, you can start some wildfires in there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I think, um, you know, anytime you're talking about like girls, it's a little bit different than guys, you know, guys, yeah they can fight and just get over it. And girls, yeah. usually it sticks around a little longer. Um, but you know, we, we had little dramas just like any little, every team. Anything. Yeah, totally. But, um, again, we had, you know, good leadership from the older girls and really we've, we've talked about, uh, from the beginning and coach Rittman's really harped on this. Like we want everybody to lead. It doesn't have to be a senior. It doesn't have to be somebody that plays all the time. It can be anybody. And I'm curious though, like I want to touch on that because I think that's a big, I love that. And I think that like, how do you guys tackle that versus beyond just saying of like, Hey, if you're a freshman, like speak up. Um, because it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting um, with a couple of the teams like that I work with is they have some true freshmen competing in their sport. I'm like, you guys are no longer freshmen. They're in the middle of a season. I'm like, you're not a freshman anymore. Like you have more experience than some juniors and seniors on this team. Yeah. So I'm curious, like what y'all's approach is to get them, encourage them. It's like, you're done sticking your toe in the water, so to speak. It's like, go. Yeah. You know, I think uh, it probably helped that we were brand new. Like, you know, we, we had just the transfers, but they hadn't been at Clemson either. So right. it was ever, it was everybody like trying oh, to figure yeah. out what we want Clemson to be and what we want. Like, how do we want to start the program and what standard do we want to set? So I think, you know, when we were recruiting athletes and recruiting, you know, the kids in high school to be Clemson Tigers, like it was also selling that legacy and selling like you're going to be the first to do this and you're going to be able to set the standard and set where this program begins and in kind of where we want it to go. So I think that that was a huge piece kind of that was already built in and then just continuing on it and um, continuing to harp on like, Hey, we want you guys to talk. We want you guys to, to be able to feel like you can lead and, and we want it to be, you know, coach always says it's coach fed player led and that's what yeah. we really want. And, you know, we want, you know, hopefully 
you have the right people in place and have the right personalities where, you know, some of those little dramas, they can take care of themselves. This doesn't have to be coaches. And I think when you have that ability, that's what makes teams special and and really helps them elevate themselves. But I, I do think, you know, constant, we talk about it all the time. Like it doesn't have to be this person or that person. Anybody can do it. Now to do it, I think you have to have the respect of your teammates and, and that goes to like who you are, the personality that you, you know, you have, how you carry yourself. And I think, you know, when you speak, do people listen and, yeah. and what's that message like and what's the tone like? And I think, you know, you, you can kind of see how the younger kids have worked into that and how that, you know, just having the platform and and saying it and them feeling like they can speak, how it's really evolved. And, you know, now this year we have three classes because of COVID. We have our 2018s. We've got two of them left. We've got um, a couple of 2019s and we've got 2020s. All of them are one class now. So we have like nine or 10 kids that this is going to be their last season. And it's just been awesome to watch those kids from the beginning and now and kind of like where they've become and how they've been able to lead and now like how they're trying to bring the freshmen into that fold and how the freshmen are are reacting to that and how you know you can see some of them you know getting their feet wet but then also like coming into a, a bigger role and and so it's it's been fun to watch yeah I love to when you talk about like when you guys are recruiting um you talk about like character and personality. And so like for me is, I always say it's like my overarching thing is like like identity. I feel like if I can like shift the person and the way they see themselves, like looking in the mirror, like stop seeing the kitty cat, see the lion type thing is yeah. when you guys are out there from an identity standpoint, like what are some of those key things um, that like you're looking for? Is as interesting, I was having a conversation with a coach He's like, dude, like the number one thing is we look for like curiosity. If somebody asks questions, like, like we want, like we want the kid, like that's like, because that's we helpful. know that they're willing to like grow. So I, I'm curious of like, what are those like, let's see if I can say this word intricacies that like you yeah. guys look for, like bringing people into the program. Yeah. I think just um, for us, I mean, you go out and you look and it's like talent and you, right, you sure. then you you see that and then you kind of bring them on campus. And, uh, you know, I think camps are helpful when you can talk to them before you can actually talk to them and just kind of see what their personalities are. But, you know, for us, like, I think we really look for kids that love all love to compete we want those competitors we want those people that it's just like they hate losing more than they like winning and and to find those type of kids you know some sometimes it can be a little bit fiery but that's good and I think then kind of seeing how they interact with our girls like when we bring kids on campus we obviously coaches were, we're interacting with them and we're getting, uh, you know, a lot of FaceTime, but we also want them to just go with our girls and like be with our team because I think our team sells the program. I think that our team can give us honest feedback on the recruit and like, see what they, you know, kind of how they mesh. And, you know, I think, I think back, especially to like some of the transfers that we've gotten, cause you know, it is, it's different when it's like a high schooler coming in, it's, right. they're definitely more nervous than like some of these transfers that come in now. And, um, you know, we've got two transfers this year for one from North Carolina, one from Auburn, and they came in on a visit together and like our girls went to dinner with them, just them. 
and like getting text messages during the dinner. They're awesome. They're like, yes, yes. Don't lose yes. this one. Exactly. Don't be so, an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So I think like, um, you know, getting, getting a lot of feedback from them, but also just kind of what we see. But I think like the competitive aspect and just like, we want, we want people that love to play and, and that are team players. Like yeah. that's, that's a big thing. I mean, we talk a lot too about, um, being an athlete on the field and um you know if you can play more positions on one that helps that helps us that helps you value totally yeah, totally and um you know just being willing to do that being willing to kind of put yourself out there and you know learn new things and um maybe be stretched out of your comfort zone i think is is big so you know kind of in the camp setting you see that when you know they're out here and you have a team of, you know, you get the list and you make teams and you have four shortstops on one team because you just have to. So they have to right. play other places during the innings and it's good to see. And you're not maybe always going to showcase your best at a different position, but it's all about, you know, being an athlete. Are you willing to do this? And, and, you know, what can we see in you? So um, I think that that's huge. And, and the team player aspect is enormous. Yeah. And two, it like it probably shows you is like I'm a big, like firm believer in the preaching of like the ability to like if you're in a position that you're not normally in, the ability to like actually take the risk and not just like tail between the legs cower of like, well, like this isn't my position. So it's like like you said, it's like, are you gonna be a competitor? And like to get that good and to play at that level, like you had to take risk at some point, right? And so it's like now to grow, you have to continue to take risks to be able to get to the next level quote unquote like so to speak i think taking the risk too is like kind of showing your mental toughness and like showing oh, yeah. who you are and like you're a little bit gritty and just like again willing to do that but <clears throat> you have to step outside you know what's comfortable and that requires some mental toughness and and some heart to do yeah it's i literally i heard somebody say the other day is like losers stay losers because they're never willing to lose and i was like that's so spot on right like and i think that so many people tried to hide and like save face because they just want to look good when in reality it's like show me the bad like show me that you're willing to like i don't know screw up whatever it is right like while you're out there um mm -hmm. so on a personal level why coaching you know um it wasn't necessarily something that I was like, I have to do this, but it, yeah. it really worked out. And, you know, obviously I've been super blessed by where I've been and, and kind of how things uh, have unfolded, but I just, I do love coaching. Like it is a passion. I think um, I love the game and it's still a way to kind of be a part of the game. It's, it's a different um, feel and like you see the game so differently as a coach. Totally. Yeah. Which is so interesting because I'm like, dang, if I knew the stuff that I know now, Man. I would be so much better. <laughs> um, and you can just see kind of how things go. But um, I love coaching. I love, you know, being a part of the games. I love being able to impact, um, you know, young athletes' lives. I think that's a huge one. Like, to me, you're in it for the girls. You're in it for the people that you're coaching and, um, you know, the, the staff that you're around. And I think just – you know, being able to watch, you know, young athletes grow, like you meet some of these kids when they're, I mean, you go to camps and stuff, you can meet them when they're 12 and right, right. You meet them when they're so young and just kind of seeing these girls from, 
you know, when they were in high school, like I remember, you know, having visits with these kids when they're, you know, juniors and seniors in high school. And now they're the seniors on our team and just seeing the growth that they can have and kind of the impact that you can have on their life on and off the field. Um, I definitely think that that's what kind of keeps you coming back because it's, it's stress and it's like, it's not a nine to five. It's not a, um, College coaching's the wild west. (laughs) Yeah, it is. uh, It's a full-time gig. Like there's no off time. It's just like, even if you're off, you could be doing something or get a call. It's just like, you're always on. But, um, you know, again, I, I think I went, I said it about the players, like I'm competitive and I want to, to be around like this competitive atmosphere. And we're, we're leaving, in a couple of days to go on a long trip and we're playing some really good teams. And that's just really exciting to like have that opportunity to go compete at the highest level. We're going to be playing on MLB network. Like it's that's just cool. unbelievable. Yeah. So um, were you, you looking know, to get into coaching or was it like, was it, were you looking to get into coaching or was it just kind of like an opportunity arose and you're like, Hey, like I'll flirt with the idea and just kind of see where it goes. Like how, yeah. like what's the story? Was, I think, I think it was always something maybe in my mind. Um, but so kind of my story, I I played two years at the University of Arkansas. Okay. I ended up transferring and I finished at the University of Nebraska. Um, went to the World Series my senior year. So like it was awesome. Um my one of the assistant coaches at Arkansas, okay. um, I stayed close with um and you know, we kept in contact. He ended up being the head coach at Furman. Okay. Uh, so because I transferred, I had an extra semester. So I ended in May, but I graduated in December of 2013. And I had like this semester, I was planning to go to graduate school in the fall, but I had this semester. And so Kyle, who was um, the head coach at Furman, um, he was like, why don't you come and be like our volunteer? Um, the assistant coach was one of my best friends from Arkansas that I had played with. Um, and they were like, just come for a couple months and like, see if you like it. So I did. I was like, why not? You know, I'll get ready. I'll go to graduate school. I applied to, you know, a bunch of graduate programs. Um, I got in. Um, I wasn't able to get like a graduate assistantship. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't a pitcher. They didn't they didn't have any use for me. You know, like (laughs) uh, all the places I got in there like no. So um, I just kind of I really didn't even want to leave Furman once I got into these places because I loved it. And um, so they were able to find a way to make it a permanent position and I got paid a little bit. So um, it just really worked out. And it was like, yeah, like this is kind of what feels right. And um, when I got to Clemson, I was able to get my graduate degree. So um, I've been able to kind of fulfill that in, you know, staying in the coaching realm and um, it's been awesome. And I've been very lucky, like, now looking back I'm like how could I ever have thought I could do anything different like if right. I I was like at a nine to five I'd be like banging my head against the wall <laughs> all day it's not what fun. were you when you were going into like grad school like what were you looking to do at that time or did you um, I was looking to, yeah I was looking to do like sports management yeah. um that that type of stuff I graduated with a business degree um and was looking to do that and just kind of continue on and again kind of generic but in the sports realm Um, but I ended up getting my, uh, graduate degree here at Clemson in athletic leadership. So something that's very geared towards coaching or geared towards kind of anything in administration, just like college athletics, pro 
pro um, sports. And so it was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things like you talked about is like essentially like watching these athletes like evolve. And so like the word that comes to mind for me is like the ability to build connections. And I think that, you know, like, you know, as well as I do, it's like, actually, let me back up. What are the ways that like you go about like really building that like connection, especially like when they, when they enter into your world, i.e. they show up like as freshmen, because ultimately is, I feel like so many people like just naturally like have their guards up and, you know, like there's a certain level of like, ah, like I want to trust this person, but I'm not really sure. And so like, there has to be like, for me, I think about it is it becomes like through like vulnerability of like, Hey, like I always say, it's like, I think that like people in my shoes is like they come and they stand in front of a team and they're like, this is how great I am. And look at all the gold medals I have. And then like all the athletes are sitting back there. It's like, we don't give a shit. You're old, right? Like yeah. walk a day in my shoes, bro. Right. Yeah. That kind of thing versus like, I'm always like the approach of like, like, this is like, this is why it sucked. Like, this is why it was hard for me. This is why I was miserable. And they're like, oh, like you're actually relatable. And so I'm curious of like what your approach is, is like as they enter in your world about like building those connections with them. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, you kind of mentioned it, like trying to be relatable, I think is always good. And uh, it it feels weird now that I'm in like, I'm 10 years out of playing. Right. Like, it's like, dang. But I think and you for, don't feel old. And then you no. say somebody that like you like you feel like they should know. And they're like, yeah. I have no idea who that person is. It's like, guys, it's literally like 10 years ago. <laughs> but I think I think early on, it was a little bit easier. I'm I was pretty fresh out and, you know, still like I had just played and, um, you know, now I'm a little bit more out of it. But um, I think just being relatable, like trying to um you know, tell them some of my experiences, like if I went through the same thing or right. um, I think, you know, again, transfers, like I was a transfer before the portal. And mm, um, yeah. I know there's a lot of kind of things with the transfer portal, but um, I understand that there's definitely a need for that. And like, I, I get it. And, um, you know, I think kind of being able to relate to them in that way, um, whether they're coming from a good or a bad situation, right. um, just kind of helping them through the transition because transferring is difficult and like it takes a lot out of you. Um, if you are kind of coming from like a situation that was tough. Um, but I think again, just trying to relate and trying to, um, you know, be present, um, be like, somebody that they they know that they can talk to try to ask questions about you know how are things going and um you know you gotta understand like it's not gonna happen overnight it's not like right away you're gonna be like the person that they can go to but yeah um, you know I think in coaching and then you know you look at your staff like different people kind of gravitate gravitate towards different people and I think that that's just like human interaction and yeah, connection. Totally. Um, and just, you know, being there for everybody, but also like, you know, kind of seeing who like you can really get to yeah. know or like really, okay, they're going to let you I in, like they need a little bit of something. So um, I think just again, being open, I think, um, you know, being a female in this kind of sporting, we have both kind of males and females on our staff, but um, again, kind of. I went through what they went through. Um, I think I went through like harder stuff than they went through, but you know, that's, that's like, 
to each their own but <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. everybody has their struggles and their things and um I mean more like hard like um like on the field or physicality you know, yeah, yeah 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 like it's just a little bit different now than it was back then and um but yeah just kind of trying to be relatable in that way yeah. What do you feel like too is again, I would go back to like the identity, you can call it personality, is mm-hmm. like the biggest hurdle that you help them solve, like just from a human being standpoint, like in their mm-hmm. time there with you is like I for instance, I always say it's like, are you a I'm like, I always ask, I'm like, what's the number one emotion that you feel on a day-to-day basis? And nearly a hundred percent it's usually like stress anxiety or overwhelmed right like kind of somewhere in in that bucket and I'm like okay if that's what you feel the majority of your day the question is are you addicted to a life that you don't love and they're like oh shit bro like damn like that was kind of deep and I was like well yeah like so let's solve this problem and I'm not saying that you're going to go from stress to not stress right like that's that's not reality but how do we learn to like mitigate and manage some of this stress so that like you can like enjoy your time here. You don't look back in four years and be like, damn, that was fucking brutal. Like glad to, glad to be done with that. So I'm curious, like from your perspective is like, what are some of those like human problems that like you like deep dive into like your people, the ones that you're close with that like will let you in. Yeah. I think, you know, now too, like with social media, with everything, there's just so much more eyes on our girls and, you know, softball, which is awesome, but it's also difficult to kind of go through. So I think just kind of, um, you know, making sure that our girls are, are feeling like, okay. And, um, I think just managing that, um, kind of eyeballs on you and, and managing, their stress levels with that and just like, you know, understanding too, like softball is the game that you play. It's not who you are. And, um, you know, when you do it your whole life and then you get to college, it's like this big, exciting time, but it can be very stressful because of that. And it's like, you know, it does become a little bit more of a business because it's like, we're practicing every day. We've got games, we've got this, this, you've got media, you've got, we have so many resources here at Clemson. Like we're so lucky. Um, but it's also like, we have so many resources that they're busy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing stuff. And so it's just kind of, how do we manage our time? How do we try to put in perspective, like where we're at and like really what we're doing, how special it is, um, and how like, it is temporary. It's not like you're not doing this for your whole life. And it's such a special time that, even through the hard parts, like you're going to want to go back and you're going to want to like, like you're going to miss it when you're gone and you're going to like, you know, look back and you're going to hang out with your teammates in five years and you're going to laugh about the stuff that you hated or the, you know, what coach said here or this, this, when we had to run and, you know, we had to do this, like, you're going to laugh about the little things and like the hard things. And, um, it's just gonna like you're gonna feel different than maybe you do in the moment or like you do today. Yeah. Um, so I think just kind of keeping it like trying to just show perspective, trying to like definitely I understand the struggles um as much as I can, like you know, understand 
the feeling of like just kind of maybe overwhelmed by everything going on in school and all that. So um, I think just trying to help them and like just again show perspective and show different ways maybe that they could cope a little bit better like hey take some time for yourself like you do have a day off or you do have two days off like go do something that's maybe not around here do something that's not involving with softball yeah yeah no it's funny as they always say it's like man if i ever had a day off and then they have the day off and they don't do shit with it i'm like (laughs) dude like what literally the whole day i'm like uh if I was a normal student, I'd blah. I'm like, yeah, right, exactly. right, right. And, and, you, and you think you might want to be a normal student. And there's nothing wrong with that. But totally. like, you're going to have so much free time. I mean, again, I go back. I graduated in, in December and I was done in May. And that one semester, like, it was great because I just was like a normal student, like for once. And it was just like, wow, I guess this is what people do. Like, they just like, they, they just... Do, do nothing or like they don't have like things that they got to get to and it's like it it was kind of nice for a second but then I'm like well I'm kind of bored bored like, yeah I I miss the softball or I miss like my friends like I'm texting my friends like what are you guys doing like no they're at practice yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like, they're at practice like and you're not so um it's just different and I think you can again, the grass isn't always greener. And I think you just lose kind of perspective in that because you're just in what you're going through and not realizing like, it's not going to last forever. And again, you're going to want this back. Like it is, it's some of the best times of your life, even the, the hard stuff. Yeah. I think too is like, I think so many of them just like lack the clarity aspect of it. Like in my experience, especially in dealing a decent amount, a lot with college female athletes is they dreamt for like 14, 15 years to get to this moment. And then the moment came and it's like, what do you want now? And they're like, I don't really know. Like I haven't thought about it. And so it's Mm. like, they, they, I call them like dabbling or drifting, right? Like they just meander through and some it's like they meander through four years and then like never really. And it's like, damn, like I really passed up on like a fun time and an opportunity. And some it's like early on, it's like, and then you have kind of like, the 1%, the 5% of like, they're really clear about like what it is that they want, like when they're coming in. But I just feel like a lot of times is they do lack that clarity. And because they lack that clarity, they're like, oh, I want that over there Um, versus, you know, really in the moment of of like the opportunity that they have. Yeah. Um, I think there's so much that they could do. And, you know, again, social media, like there's so much going on, but like, it's, it's, you've worked your whole life for this. And now like, what do you want to do with it? You know, like you have the talent, but like, what are you willing to do to like really, um, I don't know, maximize that talent or maximize what you can accomplish like during your four years, that's all you got is four years. And, um, it's really crazy. And, you know, for us, it's like, we practice, more than we play like we practice from august until november pretty much and then we play a few scrimmages then we get here and we just practice 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 in january and now we're finally at the games the games go by so quick compared to everything else and so it's like you know you got to remember like this is what i'm working for all year long 
And like now, now it's the fun part, you know, you get a little tired, but now it's the, the go time. And, um, you know, what are you willing to do to, to make your four years the best that they can be? Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, going back to kind of like changing subjects a little bit is going back to the social media. I'm curious. I feel like one of the things now like have to manage is, it was interesting. I was having a conversation with somebody, this person, freshman had a big moment um, recently. And so it got posted all over this university's, a big university's like social media. And so I was like, the conversation was, it was really like, remember who your people are. Cause like now that like all of a sudden you're going to be a superstar, people are going to come out of the woodworks. Right. And so she was just like, oh my God, like literally everyone was like tagging me and put, I was like, yes. And it's only, you're a fret It's only get crazier from here. So it's like, learn, like, remember who your people are. It's like, enjoy those things. Right. But like, remember the people that like were your friends when you were just a person. <laughs> You can't get lost in that. And, you know, some people do and it's, you know, unfortunate to see, but I do think that that's huge. Like you need to remember the people that helped you get here, the people that have been with you forever and um, the people that have your back and, and really aren't afraid to tell you the other side, like sometimes yeah. the things that you need to hear and the ugly truth. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you can have these big moments and they're there. And, you know, I think it's the same thing. Like we have, you know, we make a play and then it's on, you know, NCAA softballs, you know, repping it out and it's, it's awesome. And it's great. Um, and I think our girls do a great job of like really staying, you know, present here and not kind of worried about that other than like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, All right. Yeah, it's yeah. Center top 10, which <laughs> is just awesome. But, you know, you just got to remember, who you're doing it for and kind of what your purpose is, like what your why is like, that's what you got to be centered around and kind of focused in. Yeah. Are those the same people that are going to text you? Like when you bomb a, a game or a meet, right? Like yeah. if, if it's not, then it's like, why, like yeah. why even waste your time? Cause if they're yeah. not going to tell you good job when you screwed up or like, Hey man, like, you know, I still believe in you. It's all exactly. good kind of type thing. It's exactly. like, well, why you go down there? Like our game is such a game of failure. So you can have these great moments and it humbles you like that. Like you could go, you could hit two home runs in th this game. And then the next game you strike out four times and you're just like, dang, like that was tough. So it's just, it's so quick to kind of give and take, but, um, you know, staying grounded and like understanding that it's not always going to be that perfect day. It's not always going to be the worst day either. And, um, you know, kind of having those people that are there for you in both cases is what you need. Yeah. And I think like it, I don't know who's like quoted or termed of like saying this, but like very rarely is it as good as you think it is and then vice versa is it as bad as you think it was and so it's like finding yeah. that like true like middle ground of like what's the reality of, of like the right. situation i think that's like the most important piece 100 percent. yeah so what do you guys is i call it like i don't know like painting the cathedral right like when you talked early 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 on in the conversation you're like the vision of the program and like all the things. And I'm sure that's like evolved, especially like up to this point early on, it was like foundationally and getting high character people in and just getting the, the right people on the bus yeah. first. And then now it's like, what's the whole like analogy. It's like, now that you have the people on the bus, it's getting the right people in the right seats mm -hmm. um, kind of type thing. And so it was like, I guess as you paint the vision or if you were to paint the vision of, of like the program, like how would you articulate that now compared to like where it was? 
Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> we've we've definitely done that. And I think, you know, we've still stayed true. We're again, I, I mentioned before, like we're looking that we have to replace almost 10 players here. So, um, you know, because of COVID, it kind of happened that way. And it it's kind of like a little bit going back to that, like, especially when That's we're true, yeah. out, out recruiting and kind of like, again, we've got to get the right people back. And I think we've done a great job with that in the freshmen and, you know, our, our, our girls that have been here for years, like they've talked so highly about this freshman class and in the transfers as well, but just like, how great they've been on and off the field and kind of what they're bringing and how they're elevating, even just being a freshman, like, okay, now they set the bar for this is what we expect freshmen. Like how does the next class do that? So I think that we're still talking about the right people and like really hitting home on that character part, but we're also talking about like, Hey, this is where we're at Clemson softball. Like how do we continue to build on, you know, this program and, um, you know, for our girls that are going to be leaving, like what kind of legacy, like you guys have this legacy, but like, how are we going to finish it? And, you know, what do we need to do? And kind of like, again, like, what are we willing to do to like finish this legacy at the right time? And I think, you know, before it was all kind of talking about how we want to build the program and, you know, the type of kind of program that we want and the people that we want. Now it's like a little bit more, like goals of like, Hey, we want to get to the world series. Like yeah. this is not now kind of this far out dream. This is like a reality. You know, we've, we, the last two years we've lost in super regionals. We've been one step away. And, you know, this year we're really, you know, we're not hiding from that fact that that's where we want to be. That's where we want to end up. And I think that the conversation has kind of shifted in that direction in the last couple of years to more and more like, this is where we want to be. This is where we want to be. We have the the right people. We have kind of built up in, in a great way. And like, now this is where we want to be. So we have all the, the people and we have the necessary, you know, kind of talent that we need, but like, now how do we get there? So I think that it's, it's built through that. And then, you know, even with the recruits now too, it's like talking very much about like, Hey, this is, this is what we've done in this short amount of time. Like we want to stay here. We want to be better. We want to yeah. keep elevating that level. And um, so kind of that's, I guess the direction that conversation has gone. Yeah. 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 Like you have a new baseline, so to speak. Type thing. Yeah. yeah. Building off that. So yeah. what a personal question is when we were talking about, um, like the days off of like actually doing something like what do you what what's what's the hobbies what's the outside like what's the I call it the cigarette break right like what do you yeah. do what do you do for you yeah um well I like to I mean I like to golf I like to get out and, and are you really of, like you yeah, I like, like to do you it. literally picked the hardest hobby in the world <laughs> you know again it was kind of when I got to Furman into coaching um the head coach and he's the associate head coach here now Kyle Jamison okay he, he got me and the other assistant out and he was like we're golfing guys like let's go and so it's it's not like fun all the time but it's <laughs> it is nice to just go out and like do something outside that's not softball and so yeah it's good to go ride around um on the cart and you know hang out uh i think 
Um, <clears throat> especially during season, like my parents, uh, I'm from California. So my parents love, love the season, love the games. So my parents are in town a lot. So just kind of hanging out with my family, hanging out with my friends. I feel like during season, um, when we have home games, it's like a rotating, like my house is just like open for business. Like I have <laughs> guests, like my brother and his girlfriend and yeah. my parents, like I just always have somebody here. It seems like, um, which is great because, I mean, I don't get a lot of the downtime part. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, yeah. there's not a lot of just, like, decompressing. But it's awesome to be able to share kind of this and share the season with um, so many people that have come to town. So, um, yeah, I would say that. I'd say um, love to go get a, a good meal. Like, we eat, oh, out on the, yeah. we eat out on the road a lot. But, like, going to get a good meal or uh, cooking a good meal, I think um, – you know, just kind of, I'd say those are, those are a few things that I do. I mean, when it's nice out, go, go hike. The, we're close to the mountains. That's like, true. Yeah. yeah. To be. So just kind of, if it's a nice day doing something outside, I've got a great, my backyard. Um, I got a great porch that I can just sit on and Dang. just like chill. So, um, so yeah, just kind of get away from softball a little bit, but do some other things. For sure. So East coast or West coast, what do you prefer now? Uh, you know, I, I've always, uh, well, I've said this a lot recently. Like I always imagine myself getting back to California. Like, uh, mm. I love it. I don't, are you North Cal or South Cal? I'm okay. North. I'm, okay. I'm in Sacramento area. So, um, but I just don't really see it anymore. Like, I mean, if, if something happens eventually, but like, I love it here. Uh, Furman's 45 minutes down the road. So I've really been in this area for like 10 years now. And, I love it. I try to get my parents to move out here, like just move. But they're like, oh, I got a room at your house. Why do I need to move? <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I mean, I, I love it. I think that um, I miss home because that's where my family, pretty much pretty much everybody, uh, my grandparents, my cousins, a lot of the people I'm closest with are there. I miss wine tasting. Yeah. Um, I miss a you know, different. Yeah. They're going to Tahoe, but um, I love it here. I feel like where we are in Clemson, like we can get to Greenville really easily, which is an awesome town. Charlotte, Atlanta are close. The beach, you know, Savannah's four hours. Charleston's three and a half. Myrtle Beach is about four, four and a half. So like Nashville's five hours. Asheville's an hour. Like there's so much to do around here that um, I love it. So I'm a little, you know, I'm torn, but I'd say where I want to live, I want to live in the East Coast. <laughs> East Coast, nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, so like have it. you been? Have you been down to the Gulf yet? Um, I went to. Um, I've been to Pensacola. My yeah. cousin was uh part of the Blue Angels. He was. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He was the number one pilot for a couple of years, so I was in Pensacola a lot. Um, and then I I was just down in Destin for a bachelorette party um last summer. So um. So you saw some white sand. Yes, I saw some white sand. It was <laughs> the waves are the waves crash a lot, but um actually, yeah, no, it was I was in Destin right when it was like all scary last summer. You know, there was like a the red flags were up. I don't know, it wasn't great. So do you like the Gulf like coast or like the West Coast? Because Myrtle Beach is the brown sand. It's a little bit different. Uh, yeah, I um I like Hawaii. <laughs> If I'm are, being honest, are you bougie? Yeah, I am. I am. Oh, right on, right on. And the I, truth comes and out. I, yeah, yeah. I've been spoiled. Um, and from California, like it is, it's easier when I'm in California to get to Hawaii than it is to get here. 
And that's just kind of like, okay, that's fair. Is it like cheaper it, too? Like, can you get a, like, can you? Southwest. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's about the same. So, um, so how I many just, times have you been to Hawaii? Um, I uh, probably over 30, like oh, my, parents, yeah. my parents, uh, bought a timeshare back in like yeah. 2002 or so. So we've, I've been really lucky. I mean, I've gone pretty much every year, um, since then. And I, some years we went twice, like we've just, we've been so really, that's I, your cigarette break. Like just that going. is my spot. Yeah. yeah. But I got, I was there for new year's this year. So that's kind of the time that I go now is like right after yeah. Christmas we went and, um, I assume and, it's still warm there. Like, in. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's there's never a bad time to go. Yeah, I've never been to Hawaii. Interesting. Yeah. And you know, the winter time, it's when the whales are there. So the whales are just going crazy. Like it's it's great. I mean, I I I like um I think the beach that I've been to out here the most is probably like Folly Beach in Charleston because I've had some friends there. Um I've been to Myrtle a few times, yeah. but um, but yeah, I mean it doesn't compete with Hawaii, but I mean, not much does. I'm excited though. We're going to Puerto Vallarta um, soon. We we go to we go to Clearwater this week, but then we okay. go to Puerto Vallarta. So I liked Clearwater. We went there a couple of years ago too. So I, you know, I don't I don't discriminate on beaches, but if we say <laughs> what's my favorite, yeah, it's yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you guys get to like um like with the team? Do y'all get to travel to some pretty fun places like over the yeah. years? You know, we've been lucky. I think for us, we're always looking at like, how can we go to somewhere that's cool, but also a reasonable travel trip for us. Yeah. Um, so we've really hit Florida a lot. Like we did Miami last year with our girls. Um, we did Clearwater two years ago. We're going to Clearwater. And then uh, the Mexico trip is going to be like the longest trip that we've taken so far. But we're going to Puerto Vallarta, um, got an awesome tournament there and kind of line up so um it should be really fun to it's gonna be fun to take this crew uh international yeah, we'll, yeah, see yeah. How, we'll see how all the travel goes so uh but no we're excited and we try to do something nice at least and um yeah so yeah yeah I think, and I guess like you don't have to go far I'm assuming either like talent wise I'm assuming the southeast I just think of like warmth and like baseball softball it's like it's probably yeah. somewhat of a hotbed I'm sure west coast too like just yeah no out. there's um I mean there's a ton of talent in this area um we've got girls a little bit from all over but um I think we have we have we have two California kids on the team right now so I mean we recruit nationally but um we do have so much talent in the there's been a lot in Virginia um we've got North Carolina South Carolina yeah Georgia kids, Florida kids, um, some Tennessee. Um, but yeah, Virginia has been a hotbed for a lot of talent lately. Um, so there's there's plenty to see around here, but we still do get out to California and, and make sure we're kind of checking everywhere out. So was club, I'm assuming, because I can think of it like from a baseball perspective, and I'm assuming it's the exact same thing like for softball is – what's the way I want to ask it? Like, it's wild. It's madness. Like travel <laughs> ball. Like, yeah. is it compare it to like when you were coming out? Like, is it yeah. drastically different? Cause I think back, like I wasn't like a diehard baseball player, but like I grew up like playing baseball and thinking back, it was like, like travel ball was not like it is now. It is. Whoa. Yeah. I think, um, 
I think it's definitely blown up. I think there's a lot more girls playing, so there's a lot more teams. Yeah. Um, I think that some of the talent is a little bit more spread out now, yeah. um, but then there's some talent that's like, this team is stacked. Um, but because, you know, it's a little bit in the, oh, I'm going to start my own team and I'm going to do this. So there's a little bit more of that. But I think the biggest thing that I would say that has changed is there's a lot more kind of entities that run tournaments mm-hmm. um so like when i played it was like asa and nsa well now it's like pgf and triple crown it's like all these different oh uh, yeah different events and different yeah. people running things so um the the talent also like where you're watching or alliance is big so alliance and pgf kind of compete and like they have separate big national tournaments where i feel like when I was playing, it was all one. It was like, right. if you didn't qualify for the big one, you're maybe like the the Southeast one instead yeah. of the, the big one. And so it's it's different in that way. It makes us have to spread out a little bit more. But, um, and again, just a lot more kids. And yeah, I think true. social media, again, has changed it too. It's like, we're getting, we're constantly getting tagged in like Twitter videos and stuff. And so you get the email still, which is, you know, what we... I remember sitting, you know, typing emails to coaches and you get that a lot, but you then you get the Twitter, then, you know, you have some people trying to get you on Instagram or some people trying to get you on Facebook. And it's just like constantly kind of videos and stuff. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Recruiting's definitely drastically changed just from like a social media standpoint. Cause I think, I think originally it started kind of like YouTube people making like YouTube yes channels of of like themselves yeah. and then yeah now god i can't imagine because i'm sure you probably get what what's it like what's the average inbox for you a day like 30 more than 30 um i think different times uh are different i th- i would say in the summer like 200 a day like it it oh, maybe shit. maybe a little bit less than that but like it feels like that it feels like yeah. if i'm not on my email every couple hours it just gets like it gets yeah. crazy no. but um, it, it's just, you know, in the summer, it's like everybody's sending your schedules, yeah. um, this time of year, I'd say, you know, with kids, maybe like 20 to 30. Yeah. So it's much more manageable, but it's definitely just ebbs and flows with kind of the tournaments and kind of what's going on. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Last question. Right. Okay. If you were in a stadium with a hundred thousand mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. you could only leave them with one message. What would it be? Um, hmm. I think, uh, I think, you know, life is short, um, spend as much time with the people that you love and the people that, uh, you care about and, um, you know, have as much fun as you can see as many places as you can, uh, impact as many people as you can and, um, just live a life that you're going to look back on and, and really, like have a lot of fond memories from yeah totally yeah yolo as the, as the kids exactly. say <laughs> that's it yolo <laughs> awesome dude well i love it i appreciate um you jumping on and just you know talking is it's always interesting to learn especially like like i said as i'm fascinated just kind of with some of that culture leadership and you know building things from the ground up is different um than like entering into um, you know, a program that has a legacy, so to speak, already. So yeah, dude, I appreciate it.
Awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me and uh, really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. Until next time, everybody. Peace. Go 